0: This is Vicki Arsenault, and you're listening to another episode of Facing Your Fears. Hey guys, I want to talk about prayer this week because it is something that has really been on my mind for quite a while, but especially over the past couple of weeks. Now, prayer is one of those things that I think can often get misconstrued by people, Uh, And I just want to maybe offer a little bit of clarity that I have at this point in my life and at this point of the Revelation that God has given me in this place in my walk with him. So basically what prayer is uh, You might have heard it is just um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? And going through the Lord's Prayer. And that's good, but Prayer is not just a set of words that you say over and over and over and over, you know, just to kind of getting God's good graces. Prayer is communicating with God. Like It's the reason that Jesus came and why Jesus died and rose again is so that we would be able to have open communication, this open relationship with God that we couldn't have before. Now, when God looks at us, he sees us through Jesus. And so our prayer is about communicating with God. And communicating means you're having a conversation. And a conversation means there are two people having a conversation. Like, there are one-sided conversations, and if you've ever been a part of them, and you're the one that's not talking and you're just the one that's listening, you might sit there and think like, okay, this is a totally one-sided conversation. And you might even find it a little frustrating because even when you start to talk or to try to say, oh yes, I agree or whatever, they don't even hear you, right? And they just keep going. So <laughs> have you had that happen? Because I have had that happen a lot. Um, but when you have a two-way conversation, it actually builds relationship. And that is what God wants with us, more than anything. So I just want to take apart this verse of Philippians um, 4, oh sorry, yeah, 4, 6-7. Um, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's how I memorized that verse which basically in my mind was like, okay, um, just go to God with everything and and then you'll get the peace of God. Like that was my basic breakdown. But what I want to look at a little closer is what this actually means. Like the very first thing is be anxious for nothing. So the be anxious for nothing means be anxious for nothing. I find a lot of times that I have been guilty of going to God in prayer because I'm anxious about something. I'm worried about something. Somebody's sick and I want them well, you know, or something has happened and I don't know what to do. And so it's almost like I go to God with that fear and anxiety and everything else, where the very first line here is be anxious for nothing. (laughs) So, um, but you know, well, it's interesting how we kind of evolve in our relationship with God as our father because I had a toddler and my toddler would talk to me in a certain way with the words and vocabulary that she had and I would respond in a way that I knew she'd be able to understand. And as she got older, our conversations changed because her, her mind had developed, her, um, her knowledge had developed. And we could have deeper conversations. And now that she's an adult, our conversations can be on a whole new level. And we can even agree or we can agree to disagree on certain things as she's developed a mind of her own. She's totally different than she was when she was three. And that's how it is with us with God. Like we can come to God, of course. We might be toddlers when we go to God and just be like, ah you know, I lost my crayon. Um, And we might go to God being like, Oh, my gosh, I'm like, totally panicked. I can't, like, I don't know what to do about this situation. And that's okay. Because any relation, he loves to have relationship with us. So we can go to him in any form, like there is no wrong way to go to God, as long as you are trying to um, pursue him and be in that relationship with him. So, but you're, it's going to change over time. So where I might have In the past, you know, when I was a teenager or something, prayed for a bike. (laughs) At my age now, I don't typically pray for that type of stuff. What I want is for my heart to be aligned with what God wants, right? Psalm 37, 4 says to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, and you can look at that in a couple of different ways. Delight yourself in the Lord, first of all, Um, means to find joy in the Lord. And then he will give you the desires of your heart. You can look at that as he's going to actually plant the desires of your heart in there. Or you can even look at it as though he is going to grant you the desires of your heart that you're praying for. Because when your heart is aligned with his and your mind is aligned with his will, then those things kind of become the same it's easier to pray because you know you are lined up with God's will and so I want to go back to our other one because we were talking about being anxious for nothing okay so first of all when we go to God we don't have to be anxious about going to it. we can go to him and be like I'm freaking out about this help me out and that's fine but then it's going to go on and say, but in everything by prayer and supplication. So what is prayer? Prayer is a practice of communicating with God. It's a request. And what is supplication? A supplication is to humble oneself before another in making a request. So we, we humbly come to God and communicate with him and tell him what our requests are right I mean the Bible tells us he knows he knows what's in our heart but he knows before we even ask him so then what's the point of asking him to have the conversation to build the relationship between us and it also says to so not to be not to be worried about anything we don't have to worry we can just go to God and say, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's in my heart. God, I know that you see the bigger picture and I can't see the bigger picture. But this is what I'm asking you. But I want to follow whatever it is that you have for my life. Like even Jesus said that, you know, if, if you could take this cup from me, you know, the Vicki version, if you can take this cup from me, that would be great. But not my will, but yours be done. And when we go to God, we want to give thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is this expression of gratitude. Knowing that God gives all things. All good things. He just loves us so much. You are the apple of his eye. Right? And so let's be thankful. When we have this attitude of gratitude, then... It actually helps dispel some of the fear uh, and anxiety and stuff that will come up in our lives because we start putting the focus on what we're thankful for. It makes that a much bigger mountain than the thing that is making us feel a little bit anxious. Hopefully this is making sense. (laughs) So when we go to God with prayer, like we're humbly going to God, And having this conversation with him. And we are grateful and thankful. And we let our requests be made known to God. And then, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and mind. Knowing that we have a God that truly cares is amazing. I find that sometimes God gets a bad rap. You know, why did God take this person from me? Why did God allow this to happen or God to allow that to happen? And I just want to say, God is always for you. Satan is always against you. He's always an accuser. He's always out to steal, kill and destroy. That is what he does. That is not God's heart. If somebody in your life is sick or if somebody in your life has passed on, that's not God taking them from you. I believe that that is Satan taking them from you by whatever means was used to make them sick or whatever happened to them. But God is receiving them. You know, if they knew Jesus as their Savior, it is like he's welcoming, welcoming them into paradise. I feel like God gets the rap for taking When he's not taking. When we pray, we want to be in alignment with what God has for our lives and for other people's lives. And think about this. If you have a Christian that loves Jesus and they fall ill or, you know, something happens to them. Why wouldn't we want them to be in glory with God? Why wouldn't we want them to be in heaven? It's just a question that I have. Like, I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but my thought process is, why would I want to keep somebody out of heaven, except that I want them to be here for me (laughs) or I want them to be here for my loved one or, or for the people that I know. Like I don't want them to die because I don't want them to not be here. But in reality, they couldn't be in a better place than being with Jesus full time for eternity, right? That's the place we're all trying to get to in the first place. not trying, but I mean, like, that's where we all want to go. That's what we're all waiting for if you're a believer is to be with Jesus for eternity in heaven. And so it's funny that when we pray, we're, we're trying so hard to just keep people where we want them to be, because we don't want to mourn, and we don't want this earth to be without them, because it's gonna feel like there's a hole. It's gonna feel like there's a void. So it's just, it's just funny. It really is just stuff I've been processing, guys, and um, not trying to, you know, say that this is like, phew, doctrine. That's it. Vicky believes this. I'm just saying that this is what I've been processing the past couple of weeks and really just trying to understand my own communication with God because I know sometimes I come to him like a toddler which is perfectly fine he loves toddlers (laughs) and I know sometimes I come to him as an adult where I understand what his will is and I want to be in alignment with his will and I think that a lot of times people look at prayer as just getting things from God like we go to God and sometimes it seems like almost like a American Idol where, you know, people can call in and vote. I don't even know if that exists anymore. But back in the day when American Idol existed, um, people would call in or, you know, text in or something to vote for the person that they wanted. And I sometimes feel like that's what happens in the Christian community is that um, the more people pray, the more God will be swayed. And he'll, he'll change his mind about something. And I, I am hoping that we can all understand that God is not just this giant blessing machine that just stands up in the sky and says, well, I don't really want to do that right now. But, oh, wait, wait, 10 people have prayed. Oh, oh, a hundred people have prayed now. Oh, wait a minute. A thousand people have prayed. Okay. Well, um, all right. I guess 10,000 people. Okay. I guess this one's going to get healed. No, that's not how it works. It's like what happens when we come to God in a community like that, praying for something is that we all get united and we all come alongside God's will for whatever it is we're praying for. Because otherwise, if you go to God and you're just thinking, the more people that pray or whatever... the we're going to get what we ask for, then when it doesn't happen the way you thought it should, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to think God didn't care. And that is further from the truth. I mean, it it just couldn't be further from the truth. God cares about every single detail. And what we want when we pray individually or corporately, is for us to come into alignment with what God's will is for that particular situation, not what our will is, because we don't see the bigger picture that he sees. So when we pray, let's try not to to pray out of a place of anxiety and fear. Let's try to just go humbly to God have a conversation with him. I've had so many over the past couple of weeks saying, God, I don't understand this particular thing. I don't understand it. I you don't even have to tell me, but I want to understand like how I can pray that aligns with your will for these people's lives. How do I do that? And he loves that conversation. He loves the questions. He loves that you want more. It's okay for you to not know what to pray. You can just go to God and ask, what am I supposed to pray? How do I pray with what lines up with your will? How do I do that God? Because he's so happy to just be able to answer and he'll answer in different ways. Even if you have to Google something, (laughs) you can go search it online and be like, what do you say about this God? What does the Bible say about this? And, and look it up and then pray about what you've read and say, okay, God, help me to understand if this is from you. How does this line up with what the Bible actually says and stuff? The thing is, is to just come to God, not worrying, just praying about everything, telling him what you need, thanking him for all he's done, because then you'll experience God's peace. You don't have to be in anxiety anymore about that situation, which exceeds everything. Anything that we can understand. And his peace is going to guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So I hope that you find this as an encouragement to you. I'm sure I will evolve even more in my thoughts and my understanding about prayer. But this is where I'm at at the moment, guys, because there's just been a lot that's been going on and it's really caused me to have to question what what do I pray how do I pray what is my understanding of this because I know you're not an American Idol judge who just is gonna go with the most popular vote the most popular prayer you know the the person that has the most prayers wins that is not how God works so when you pray today or about whatever situation you're going through definitely go to him just as you are you don't have to change a thing he gets it, but be open open to changing. Be open to hearing from God. Be open to listening to that whisper that he's going to give you. Be open to saying, I'm not going to be anxious about this because I understand that you see the bigger picture. So show me God how I'm supposed to show up. Show me what I'm supposed to do because I want to be aligned with your will but I'm going to delight myself in you, God, and I know you're gonna give me the desires of my heart. I am going to have joy in you, God, no matter what the circumstances are because I know that you see it all and you care about every detail. You're not the person who's taking based on somebody's performance, but you are the person who loves and who shows up 24/7 every single time And you comfort us when we're having our three-year-old tantrums. And you comfort us when we come to you like we're the most knowledgeable scholars in the world. (laughs) He loves us no matter how we show up. But our point is to become um, into a deeper relationship with him and to become more like his image and more aligned with his will for our lives, for our place in this world. And so I hope that as you are, you know, Facing your fears, right, and facing your fears, <laughs> that this is going to help build you up into the person God wants you to be. You don't have to just say all the right things. Just have your heart aligned with what it is that God has, even if it's not exactly what you would want. I thank God He said no to so many prayers that I had when I was younger oh my goodness because I'm like he could see the bigger picture at that point I could just see what I wanted at that moment and what I thought was going to make me feel fulfilled and whole and all of those things and I'm so grateful that those particular situations didn't work out even though I was super disappointed at the time now looking back I'm like oh thank goodness God that you saw the bigger thing and you didn't just give me what I wanted (laughs) and that's happened even with um, our kids sometimes they want something and we say no because we understand what it's going to look like down the road they don't like it at the moment but later on they're like oh thank god we didn't do that (laughs) you know so that's how it is with us as kids of God that's what we are we're just his kids and we're not perfect, and we don't have to be perfect, and we don't have to say the perfect things, but just as we grow and evolve and we talk to him through prayer, um, our relationship with him is gonna grow, our maturity is gonna grow, our conversations are gonna start to change from, can you get me the bike, God, to, oh my gosh, Lord, how how can I pray so that this lines up with your will? So anyway, I hope that you found that helpful today. Um, If you have questions or anything, please feel free to reach out. I will be uh, over on Facebook at CoachVickiArsenault.com or you can even go to the Faithing Your Fears podcast page on Facebook or you can shoot me an email. It's fine. Um, But I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And if this has helped you change how you pray, So anyway, hope you have an amazing week, guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.